0: Pandemonium in the Showcase. Fear and anxiety has grown in the galaxy as rumors of an old, dangerous, and pestering enemy threatens its return to the World Showcase. Somehow, the figment popcorn bucket has returned. E. Gatz, how scary. The news out in, in a galaxy far, far away. Welcome, everyone. Thankfully, we don't have to worry about any about that, right? Oh, no. Welcome, everyone, (laughs) as I was about to say, to a new episode of the Post Park Broadcast. My name is Hector Servin, and this is Post Park Broadcast. If you're unaware of what the Post Park Broadcast is, this is a theme park uh, entertainment news show. Uh, I've realized that I'm going to refine it to not really aiming to break news, but certainly making sure that you guys are up to date and informed on what is going on in the world of um, theme parks and such. So yes, welcome. Welcome one and all. Hope you are doing well and we've made it. We've made it into the year of 2023, which is very frightening. Uh, (laughs) If you ask me, that's very scary to think about. But with the new year comes new theme park possibilities, new new exciting offers that are going to be, uh, well, offered, I guess, in the theme park land. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope you are happy and healthy. You made it. Happy holidays. Uh, happy New Year. Um, we did it. We did it. So we're here and we have a lot to talk about. I mean, we are going to, here's, here's. I'm going to lay it down for you. We're going to do kind of a speed run um, because there are still some things that we did not cover. Towards the end of the year, that I want to at least briefly mention and make sure that you guys are all aware of. And so we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We're gonna talk about some of the news that's happened this year thus far, because omg, it has been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot in the year of 2023 so far. At least I think it's a lot. And um, some of it pretty big. And then um on top of that. I believe we'll talk a little bit about Festival of the Arts, which is going to be very fun. I um, We just went recently. I went, uh, fe- usually the first Festival of the Arts usually lands on my mother's birthday. So we went and did that for her birthday. Uh, so uh, I told her that day, right? But happy birthday to my mom. And uh, if you guys don't wish her happy birthday, I'm going to be very upset. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think I've laid out already our plans. I There's something lingering in the back of my mind that I wanted to say before we got started here. If you hear my clicking here, it's because I've got my my little computi here where I keep all my notes and stuff. Uh, so I guess if I cannot Think of what I was going to say, which is really bothering me. Let's get on to the first piece of news. We're going to ding, 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 speed run right now. All right. So Antonio Banderas, who is the voice of Puss in Boots, uh, recently had the third Puss in Boots movie come out, which I did not know it was the third. I certainly thought it was the second. I haven't seen it yet, but from what I've heard, it's incredible. Um, but one of the biggest things is that he says, quote, Shrek is probably coming back And you guys already know that Shrek is love, Shrek is life, and it's never ogre, okay? Uh, This is incredible news. I can't wait. I hope that he is right. He says that we'll probably be getting another Puss in Boots movie as well as Shrek probably coming back. Now, Shrek probably... Okay, so Puss in Boots has like a new different kind of animation style, or it's like a mix of animation, I think, but it looks very beautiful. Uh, And I hear that's like one of the things that it's being praised for. Uh, along with a bunch of other things, right? But the animation is what's looking incredible. And so people are kind of thinking that maybe Shrek is coming back with this new animation style uh, or hopefully DreamWorks kind of gets a little experimental with what they do in animation. But from what I've seen in the trailers of of the movie, I hope that Shrek kind of gets this Puss in Boots animation style. I think it looks wonderful. And I mean, Shrek coming back probably would make sense considering some of the things we're going to be talking about down the line. Ooh, teases. I, I love, uh, foreshadowing and, um, letting you guys know that something else is coming. So with that being said, that is our first piece of news. Next thing that we can talk about or that I wanted to mention is that Tefiti is now in Epcot at the future site of journey of water, which is inspired by Moana and which is still not open, which is crazy. Um, you're going to we're going to keep track of how many things are still not open that Disney has uh, said should or would be open or that we expected to be open already. Uh, so this is one. But Tefiti is a uh, if you remember, Tefiti is the um I don't know if she's like, a I please forgive me. I I'm blanking on the movie of Moana, but she is a goddess of or. Yes, but she's in the movie Moana uh very beautiful the the figure the statue of tefiti that they have over at journey of water the pictures that keep coming out are looking incredible tefiti is 16 feet tall and that is kind of the model they have over there is it's it's kind of crazy it's it's very beautiful and that whole area of the journey of water is looking very nice from what uh pictures that they've released so far and also pictures that people capture on the monorail. It is all turning out millhouse. Uh so hopefully very soon, or at least somewhat soon, we'll get uh, more about like an opening date for that. And yeah, so Tefiti is at Epcot. I'm scrolling down here very fast. Disney's DuckTales, World Showcase Adventure officially debuted on at Epcot on Friday, December 16th. Uh, quote, join Scrooge McDuck and his nephews and friends as they travel around World Showcase on a quacky quest to find the seven plunders of the world and return them to their rightful owners. Now, you will remember that previously, uh, what is now DuckTales World Showcase Adventure was originally, well, not originally, but previously Phineas and Ferb's, like, adventure, something like that. On Angad? For real? Um, that's my... <laughs> that's my uh doofenshmirtz impersonation impersonation i'll give it one more shot on gap for real just like that okay um we're done so yeah it used to be phineas and ferb and phineas and ferb ended and now they are doing ducktales but ducktales also ended so i don't understand i don't i don't get that but the funnier thing is that we weren't really going to talk about this, but Phineas and Ferb just got renewed or brought back for another two seasons. So that's uh, interesting. It's very fun, but still I know DuckTales is still a beloved property. I started to watch some of the cartoon. I, I don't know why I didn't continue to finish it, but I should probably go back. I really enjoyed the, like this newer iteration of DuckTales. I thought it was very cute from what I saw. And um, so, yeah, we actually, when we were at Epcot, we, we, saw people doing this thing like all around the country. It was, we saw one in France. There's like this little, like a uh, old Frenchy video camera that's out there. I don't know if you, you walk right by it. If you enter it from the UK side, Um, it's on the left, like right after you cross the bridge and people were using it. And then all of a sudden it was like, first people use it and then nothing happened. Right. And then another group of uh these two women came by and, they started using it, but then all of a sudden, like noise started happening and you could see on the little screen, like characters popping up. Uh, So it was really cool to figure out that that's what they were doing. Um, So, yeah, I might have to try some of that. Maybe, maybe a post-park adventure for, I don't know. Well, I don't don't like to make promises. Oh, that's what it was. That's what I wanted to mention at the top. I have also for my new year's resolution. uh, It's, it's, I'm no stranger to not doing something for a while. So my New Year's resolution this year is to work myself to death, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of a joke. But I make a promise to myself about Postpart broadcast that if there is no new episode every week, um, the show would be bi-weekly, but I will never I don't want to ever let the show go more than two weeks without an episode. So that's my New Year's resolution is to stick to making Postpart broadcast at least uh, you know, not letting it go over two weeks without an episode of some kind. So that is my postpark promise to you guys. Um, And I, I'm going to try my damn hardest to 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 stick to that. So sorry for the intermission. We're speed running. What's going on? This is not how speed runs work. OK, so the next thing that we want to talk about. So, yeah, DuckTales. Next thing we want to talk about is my one of my favorite, like just slammed. Down. I don't mean to be a downer and I. I promise I want the best for all theme parks and stuff like that but it just it's been so sad watching this happen and previously before the post park broadcast made it's like reboot it's premature reboot <laughs> there are like a couple episodes that I've archived already from the original set and in those I'd always talked about this roundup rodeo barbecue I kept talking about how this thing's not going to open it's not going to open it's not going to open um I was like they're not going to get it done It's going to be whatever so of course it didn't open. Then last year in 2022, I believe at the beginning of the year, they had made a post saying, oh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Disney's Hollywood Studios is certainly going to, we're going to have it open uh, in 2022. In and I had made the joke that Rodeo, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is, what they mean by 2022 is that it's going to open December 31st, 2022, so that they can give it like literally the last minute to open and it still count 2022. Well, they couldn't even do that. So, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is will now open at Disney's Hollywood Studios, apparent ale- allegedly in spring 2023. So, they've released a couple of like concept. Well, not a concept photos, actually. That's kind of how how good it's looking. Actually, inside the photos that they're releasing of the inside of the restaurant look almost like kind of scarily like the concept art, like almost to a T. Um, which is very nice. Yeah. It's very nice to see. They've got some cute little, uh, like actual 3d physical stuff that's on there because a lot of it is artwork on the wall and they look like drawings or stickers of the characters and stuff like that. But they do have like this physical train, uh, wood block train set thing. They have the monkeys with, um, the arms that interlock, you know, hanging across the, um, the roof or the ceiling. And it's just it is looking nice, I will admit. And even I believe to this day, they have a little bit more going on out front, which is very nice to see. So, yep, there you go. Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is uh, allegedly coming to Hollywood Studios in spring of 2023. Uh, I almost skipped over something because I forgot that this was not in our notes, but here's a. Here's a fun one that we actually I, I we were breaking news <laughs> at, of this announcement for the Minions Villain Con attraction at Universal Studios Orlando. We were on site the day that they put up the posters uh and you know what I think what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to uh I'm going to I'm going to do something a little interesting. I'm going to go ahead and fire up my little time traveling phone call machine here and we're just going to ring up somebody real quick and let's reach on over to past Hector and and friends at Universal Studios on the day of of the breaking news so let me just again Hector Hector can can you hear me All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've secured a line to the past and we're going to go talk to Hector and friends over at Universal Studios for the breaking day kind of announcement that happened. And uh, yeah, so take a look, Hector, what what do you what do you have to say? And friends, we are coming to you live from the future site of the site of the future Minions attraction. Hey, listeners, this is Post Park (laughs) Broadcast. My name is Hector Servan. I'm here with my good friend, Dave. And we are here Emily's and Gang here. Emily and, Jack. and Jack's here. Jack is here. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, breaking news, we're here making history right now. Villains Con Minion Blast and Minions Cafe have been announced for Universal Studios Orlando. We're here right as it happened, it's breaking. They've got one single poster up that's <laughs> that's how they announced it. It's kind of really funny actually. Good thing we went to Islands yesterday. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean I wish it was anything else, but at least it's gonna have a theme. Very true. Anybody else opinions? Uh, I don't know. But banana. <laughs> banana. It's like a moving walkway. Okay, and gotcha. Then you just oh, stand on the moving walk. Appar- allegedly, this is what the rumors are. You stand on the, like a moving walkway thing, and you're gonna like shoot stuff. Oh. So that's the. I would definitely fall over on that. Alrighty. Uh- I, too bad. Rest in peace, Shrek. He died for this. Yeah, unfortunately, but maybe we'll see him later. Uh, and Minions Cafe. And Minions Cafe. So they're definitely gonna be able to get a frozen banana. What a the- what a big surprise, huh? No, I guess no one saw it's coming. So yep, breaking has news. Everything to do with us. And it's got everything to do with us. All right, well, um, I'm passing it back to Hector back at the studio. Hector. <laughs> Alrighty. Wow. Interesting. Our very first call from the past. That was very fun. Hector, thank past Hector. Thank you so much. Friend of the show, Dave. Dave's been on here before, of course. Uh, and newcomers, Emily and Jack, thank you so much for, uh, for, for, for calling us and taking the call. And if you couldn't tell that sound that you heard was the connecting sound between us in the past, uh, just thought in in case that sound effect didn't, was it, wasn't very clear, but, (laughs) um, But yeah, so Villain Con Minions Attraction was finally announced. This is something that we've kind of already known about, but we were just waiting for official confirmation. Of course, like if you follow Alicia Stella, she's incredible at like this kind of new like breaking this new stuff. It's she's she's awesome. So very cool to have this finally announced. It was very cool to be there on the day of. We walked in and like the poster was just up on the wall and it was uh, it was very cool it was, it was very neat. But of course, um, if I was a lot quicker and if, uh, if I had my new year's resolution last year, I would have, I would have gotten that up, but, uh, that's neither here nor there. This attraction is going to be opening sometime in the summer of 2023, which is very fun. So it is confirmed that there's going to be like a walkway type of attraction. You're going to stand on a platform that's moving and it's going to take you throughout all of these scenes. You're probably going to have some type of uh shooting thing, like a, you know whatever it is that they're going to use for like the ride you know whatever it is but uh not only will this be a minions attraction that's coming but of course as we all know Monsters Cafe was also taken out taken down it's been it's being worked on right now and i mean of course if the rumors were that it, this Shrek 3D was going to become a minions ride you just kind of already knew that Universal's Cafe or Monsters Cafe was going to be Minions Cafe so we're kind of going to have this uh land this mini minions land but i believe they're calling it like an illuminations land and it's i it's very interesting because it's like mostly i don't know it they're going to have like surprises i guess inspired from other illumination franchises i wouldn't be surprised if they just retrofit the shrek meet and greet that was on the side attached to like monster's cafe to do like I don't know, some other kind of meet and greet is now Illuminations. I mean, maybe they could use this as an excuse to get Mario and Luigi into the park a lot sooner, of course, before uh, Epic Universe opens, because that is now, you know, Mario and Luigi, Super Mario World movie is like now considered an Illumination franchise. So maybe that's what they could be doing as a, like, I don't see what other, like whatever Illumination characters they put in there, I imagine they would just strictly be meet and greets because I don't see where there would fit more Illumination stuff in this area aside from the Minions stuff. Um So yeah, something to keep track of in terms of what else goes in there from Illumination. But yeah, this is now officially going to be a Minions land with a cool, innovative, new... like state-of-the-art technology, I guess, for for gaming and interaction. So that's going to be fun. VillainCon coming in, uh, what did I say? Summer of 2023. But now we have blasted on over to 2023 and we have some very interesting news to cover. So let's go through that now. This is 2023. So up next, we have some news on the nighttime spectacular shows that go on property um, through the various parks, Uh, specifically two of them. We have one big one that I know a lot of people are excited for. At Magic Kingdom, Happily Ever After will be returning on April 3rd. Uh, The current nighttime show that is going on, Disney's Enchantment, will be offered through April 2nd. So April 2nd will be your last time to watch Disney Enchantment, I guess, before Happily Ever After returns, there's going to be like all new projections down Main Street and, uh, you know, things of that sort. They think it's, you're going to be in, you know, same thing they say is you're going to be enveloped in all the stories that you've come to know and love in, in a new way through these projections and stuff. So heading on over to Epcot, we have some kind of even bigger news about the Nighttime Spectacular, the Disney Post Postparks blog here says as we shared at d23 expo which was nothing uh they they did announce that they were going to uh, release a new nighttime spectacular for epcot later down this year now that has no like concrete name date or anything like that however epcot forever will be coming back to the world showcase lagoon which means that the current show harmonious is that's it it's, oh, you're, you're out of here, baby. Harmonious, the last performance for Harmonious will be on April 2nd. Uh, this is like 100% confirmed that the barges are gone. They're out of here. Uh, I was never really big, like, like adamant about getting rid of the barges. They are annoying and they kind of ruin that site that, you know, sight line. Um, but still, I mean, I guess this is pretty cool. This is something worth, uh, worth cheering that the barges are finally gone. <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, we should add this, we'll add the barges to the in memoriam section we have later. Uh, so barges are officially gone. April 2nd will be your last chance to watch harmonious. If you did enjoy it, I read, so I want to say that I saw somewhere that on the last, like on April 2nd, that last showing for harmonious, they're going to play. Remember me, um, you know, as like a farewell. I don't know if that was true or not. I think it may have been a joke. I don't know, but that's actually very funny remember me. Okay. So Epcot forever will take place, uh, April 3rd, I believe. And Epcot forever will last until not forever, surprisingly enough, but until they, uh, put out that new nighttime spectacular. Yes. April 3rd. And then later they're going to debut that new Epcot show. That's going to, uh, I believe be the permanent one until people don't like it. And then they're And then Disney tries to say, no, it was always temporary. We don't, it was always temporary, Um, (laughs) but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it is good. that's all I got to say about that, about the fireworks shows. So then we had like this very quick moment of like just Disney World announcing and announcing and announcing. Let me make sure that I'm not skipping over the big thing, which I did. So a day before all this, Disney had started to put out little teasers of of Tron. It was like, "Oh, here's this thing that alludes to Tron." And then they dropped this admittedly very cool puzzle. I, I will admit. It, it says um it's got some like symbols and it says "Need a clue?" C L U. And then it kind of looks what it's like what looks like a rankings board from a video game like if you were playing Tron. There's about 10 like rankings there you have the initials and then whatever the score was for that initial and then you find out that the scores mean something relating to the initials so like jb is not justin bieber it's jeff bridges and then the score is his birthday of course jeff bridges being like the main character in the original and the sequel one of these is like the opening day for magic kingdom and so once you start to piece the puzzles together you're like okay these Numbers mean something. Uh, so very interesting. And people were like, the last one, it says CM. So it's like, oh, these are cast member uh, cast member preview dates. And there's another one here. It's US that people, were it says 13,212 and 23 points or whatever. And so people were saying that the opening date for the attraction was going to be March 4th, uh, the 21st. Yeah. April, March 4th. Oh my gosh. Uh, April 21st, 2023. And they got that because it's like 13. I don't know. I know you guys know if you were looking at this, but I knew that everybody had this wrong because they're like, once people started forcibly doing math on one of these lines of numbers, when none of the other numbers needed to have any kind of mathematical application applied to it. That's when I knew everybody was wrong because that's not. At least to my understanding, that's not how puzzles work, <laughs> but um, I never caught on to the answer until Disney finally, or somebody finally caught on. It's like, need a clue, C-L-U. So you have to look for the one that starts with the C, look for the one that starts with the L, and starts with the U. And that gives you the opening date for Tron Light Cycle Run, which is officially opening April 4th at Magic Kingdom. I don't care. <laughs> I like I hate to be this way. Um but it's just like after almost like a decade, right? I think when they drop this puzzle again, admittedly it was a is a fun puzzle. I enjoy puzzles like this, but when they drop this puzzle, it's like I don't care. Open the ride. Like like literally, it's not cute. I just open the ride. And I know that's me, and it might just be because I've been so let down and disappointed by Disney. The last couple like year or two that I have been feeling more and more this kind of like cynicism towards them but you know it may be that but I don't know like it just I don't care about the puzzle open the ride just do it (laughs) just do it Uh, but we do have an opening date so April 4th if I'm not gonna believe it until I see it until I'm there of course you never know like this is the third thing right that hope you've been keeping track. The third thing that we've been promised and has not come uh, until like, again, a decade later. So we'll see. We'll see. That is, uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's fun and hopefully things get better because I mean, things are looking up. And what I mean by that is that we are starting to see some sort of policy changes occurring under Bob Iger's second coming. And it's, I don't know. It's starting to have a little bit of an impact. So we're going to run through these three changes to Walt Disney world. Uh, that's going to be making what to making, to bring more value and flexibility to your visits. Now we're going to Disneyland has their own, but we're only sticking to Walt Disney world just kind of for the sake of time. So first one, enjoy complimentary self parking when staying at a Disney resort hotel. And the time that this went out on January 10th, it was, uh, in effect almost immediately. So, Beginning this evening, January 10th, of course, uh, overnight self-parking will once again be offered complimentary to guests staying at Disney Resort Hotels at Walt Disney World. Very fun. And of course, uh, do not forget that any Disney Resort Hotel guests will continue to receive complimentary standard parking at Walt Disney World theme parks, daily er early theme park entry with valid admission and park reservation, and complimentary on-site transportation such as buses, monorails, and the Disney Skyliner. The second thing that we have coming, Walt Disney World annual pass holders park reservation requirements will be relaxed after visits after 2 p.m. This is very interesting because in the same breath, they mentioned that uh, the theme park reservation system remains important to manage attendance in our parks, especially on our busier days. Um, But then they like acknowledge that we know pass holders want to come by and, you know, pop their heads in to get a snack or just see a show or ride or whatever. And so after 2 p.m. you don't need a reservation. You can just show up anywhere you want. If you're a pass holder, you go to the park. Uh the only exceptions are Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom Park. Um this is again, it's like I I'm not one to that genuinely like deeply hates the park reservation system. It is annoying and I'm sure that's why people don't like it, but it's just kind of weird and funny that it's before 2 p.m. if you want to go you need the reservation but then after that you can do whatever you want so it's just kind of why not do whatever you want all day I don't understand but you know that that's not me Uh, I didn't make the rules but there you go Uh, reservation requirements will be relaxed after visits for 2 p.m. after 2 p.m. and the final thing that they said would Change is that attraction photo downloads will be included with Disney Genie Plus service. So uh sometime in the next few months. We don't have any current set dates for the reservation requirement relaxing or the uh attraction photo downloads included with Disney Genie Plus. These are all coming at a later date. No official date as of yet. But attraction photo downloads will now be included with not your pass holder thing, with your pass holder pass uh it's going to be included with disney genie plus service kind of stinks um i do believe photo pass can be incl- like if you want to attach that package to your pass holder thing that is something that you can do or you could have done when they were doing pass holders but i don't know it was nicer when it was just a part of it i don't i don't know so yeah those are the three changes that are coming to Walt Disney World very soon. And it was kind of like, the, you know, the Tron stuff, then um, these three changes. And there was something else that I talked about. So we were kind of like, oh, okay, we were kind of getting fed, you know, as the kids say these days. Um, and we thought this was like the biggest thing that was going to happen to us. Uh, <laughs> well, boy, were, were we wrong. So I was just kind of like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Like a, a lot of cool announcements. And then Universal was like, oh, yeah you know what hold my beer um because i've got something even 10 times cooler a lot more exciting to look forward to and pretty much what disney universal parks and resort came out and said is that they announced they are planning to build a hundred acre concept for quote concept for families with young children in frisco texas Uh, this is a whole ass park in Texas. (laughs) This is on top of them already building Epic Universe. Now, apparently Universal has described this project as a one to two day destination. This is incredible. They even put out like a concept art for it. And it looks very vibrant. It looks very like there's this like kind of like boat lagoon thing in the middle. Um, The entrance, I believe, is actually going to be a hotel so not only are going they they're going to build this new hot- uh park that is geared more towards uh young children and families in general there's also going to be a hotel on site that is cool that is very cool i believe it's tokyo that doesn't like that in tokyo disneyland where the hotel if you're staying there it's like the entrance to the park that's very cool i don't know why i really enjoy that now there's like concept art and everything. There's no real timetable. But apparently like from property sales, I'm reading the Scott Gustin, another incredible like reporter, journalist, theme park guy, um, says that according to Dallas News, property sale records indicate that the company has four years to open the park. So again, no concrete opening date, but we do have like a time frame. They have four years to to open this park. Apparently one of the lands or IPs that they mentioned for some of the lands on here are going to be Minions and Shrek, which the like if you look at the concept concept art where the hotel is, it's got this like blue thing right here. It kind of looks like the DreamWorks logo. So I don't know if this is going to be like a fully DreamWorks park, but Minions is I don't know. But regardless of it being geared more towards children, I hope that it's not like a Legoland type of thing where they like you have to have a kid because I'm pretty sure Legoland is like literally for kids. Like you can't get on a couple of the rides there if you don't have a kid, which kind of stinks because I kind of want to go to Legoland, but that's neither here nor there. So I hope it's just like a, <laughs> I, I feel weird saying this, but I hope it's just like a Disney park, you know, like Disney is obviously more catered toward towards like families and, and kids and stuff like that. I say that with like asterisks because like, you know, grown Disney adults, you know, Disney adults. (laughs) Um, but you know, I, I still, I'm excited to go and visit and hopefully check this out whenever it opens. It'd be interesting to, you know, keep tabs on progress for this as it, as it develops. That's it's, it's just very cool. Universal recently has been like my go-to park. I am like, I love Universal. I love Universal. I've loved again from like the last two years disappointment of disney i have grown to love universal even more and more and more now apparently for reference islands of adventure is also like 110 acres so yeah just a, a frame of reference and then so it was like wow universal really came out swinging with their one single announcement of of like park news oh thank you universal that i did a lot of the announcements we recently just got the day before, and then they were like, "Oh, ho, 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 ho hold on, so, 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 that's an Arrested Development reference." Um, they said, "Hold on, we're not done. Like, that's not, that's not it." And after that, they decided to say, "Oh yeah, we're bringing a year-round Halloween Horror Nights event to Las Vegas." Are you kidding me? Like, what even? Are you? This is a. Not April Fools, but it's incredible. This is incredible, and they even released like this like small concept art thing of what looks kind of like a uh, people walking into a a warehouse. It says, uh, I think it says Universal. It looks like a rundown warehouse, but you see like silhouettes of like guests entering, but you also see a very familiar face, like silhouette. And uh, all I gotta say, I guess, dare I say, uh, Jack is back. Jack is back, baby. Uh, Jack, the Halloween Horror Nights icon, is presented here in this concept art for the year-round horror event in Las Vegas. This is going to be uh right next to a place called Area 15 in Las Vegas. I believe Area 15 is like a. It's kind of like an out there. Um, I want to say art kind of exhibit. Like I don't, I don't know. I actually don't really know. But I know Area 15 sounds kind of cool. That's from my understanding. From what I have heard of it, I don't know how to describe it. But apparently Universal is gonna have hundred and ten thousand square feet to work within the like their confines of the district or whatever. And apparently it's going to include um like they're gonna be pulling IPs from like their Universal Classic monsters. And hopefully I imagine like. IP from films and stuff like that, like the way they do at Halloween Horror Nights, which is really cool. Of course, as I mentioned, in the concept art, you can see Jack the Clown. Uh, you see the um I'm, I'm blanking on the name of his like sidekick, the Harley Quinn to his Joker, I guess you would say. Now, Universal has previously in the past done a year-round attraction at um, Universal Studios Hollywood. And that was the walking dead house. It was a house that was, you know, it was like a Halloween horror nights house that went on year round. And I don't know how busy it got. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know how crazy popular it was over there, but still that is still something, you know, they have, or they probably can have the walking dead, maybe IP in their back pocket. Who knows? Like just it, this is just incredible. I love Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I know my friends love it as well. This is a good excuse for us to go over to Sin City. No better place to have Jack the Clown and, and spooky Halloween Horror Nights than in Sin City. I am really interested in in this. This is going to be... These two things are vastly different and in different parts of the country, of course, Frisco, Texas, and now Las Vegas, Universal Offerings. But still, I'm I'm now more than willing to... Save and and get ready for these vacations and trips for these universal parks. It is just so 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 exciting. Apparently, the concept is what is not only going to include scares, but will be like constantly updated during the day. They're going to have uh, food, uh, beverage, and different experiences. And then as it turns into night, it's kind of going to turn over into more of a official like scarier Halloween Horror Nights type thing. Apparently. But yeah, this is incredible, 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 incredible. Ooh Well, we can wipe the sweat off of our foreheads because that is going to be it for the news uh, from the end of last year and catching up until today, the present um, in the year 2023. Right now, before we get into a little bit of the festival of the arch we're not going to delve too much into festival of the arch just a little like review of some of the stuff i had but i want to take the time to do our in memoriam section on the ppp for theme park attractions and this week unfortunately we have one in memoriam uh kids zone january 15th 2023 rest in peace bozo Uh, i stand by the fact by my sentiment that had they just added boss baby to the dreamworks animation like meet and greet thing the land would have survived but they decided not to do that and uh look where you're at now buddy (laughs) um obviously i'm just being exaggerated i really enjoyed the woody woodpecker coaster but death was knocking at that at that door step for a long time now. And I mean, I'm pretty sure no kids know who Ch- Curious George are or even Five O. No one knows who FiveL is. I'm gonna bet money on that. I'm very surprised that Animal Actors is still there, but uh yeah, we'll see you and the great theme park in the sky kid zone. Um and we can't we look forward to see what it comes next. What they say something's like animation, so we'll see if it's like illuminations or more illuminations or maybe uh I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, we look forward to it. So moving on over onto our last topic for this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about festival of the arts. I went first day, um, January 13th. It was very fun. It was uh, surprisingly not as packed. It it was, there was a lot of people, but not as crazy as I was expecting it to be. Um, if you're familiar with festival of the arts, they pretty much, there's a bunch of, uh, artists that come by, they have their own booths where they sell their own paintings. Uh, A lot of them are, inspired by Disney properties, you know, like Mickey Mouse, the Fab Five, pretty much a lot of Disney properties, Marvel, um, some of the princess stuff, you know, they're just a bunch of different artists that come and sell their art. And a lot of it's very beautiful. It's very nice to go walk around and look at. while, while you're enjoying Festival of the Arts and also enjoying some of the food options that they have available, because of course no Epcot Festival is complete without their food booth. Um, before I get into some of the food, I do want to say, just I just want to be straight up right now. Some The most incredibly disappointing thing about this year's Festival of the Arts is the merch, hands down. There is like two different shirts, a cup, a mug, and they're all figment and black. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, me personally, like I know I'm not the biggest Figment fan. I understand that. And I admit that. And uh, I'm secretly proud of that. But <laughs> it's just there didn't seem to be a big variety of merchandise this year for, for the event, which kind of stinks. Um, I may be alone on this boat. I don't know. That may just be me. But I was really let down with with the merch variety this year for Festival of the Arts. So uh, aside from that, that's pretty much like the only thing I didn't really. Uh, and it's not even like I hate it or it's going to ruin the event for me. It's just something I was like again disappointed with. But some of the food that we had was very nice. Of course, you can uh, do the wonderful walk of colorful cuisine, which you go around. And you can purchase any five menu items from the wonderful walk of colorful cuisine locations. And at the back of your booklet, they do give you uh, the options of items that count towards your five on here and. Uh, you, you can do that. The prize for completing this Colorful Cuisine is, uh, I don't know. Do you get a prize? I don't know. I think this is one of the ones where you get a cookie. What I'm thinking of is they have the figment, like um, scavenger hunt type thing where you go around, you get your little map and you go around and you look for paintings uh, that are real life paintings, but they have figment included into them. And so you go around to different countries and you look for that. You put the the little stamp of where each painting was found in, the, in what country. You go and turn it in and you get this really cool uh, resin figure of either Mickey, Mini Figment, and Goofy, I believe, that you can paint. You can paint them and it's very it's very adorable. That is a very cute thing. I might have to go back and do that. Uh, you do, the again, the colorful cuisine, which again, I believe is a cookie. I want to say it's like last year for the last event, it was a cookie or something like that. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, there are food booths all throughout the World Showcase as there always is for the festivals. It's personally my favorite part. And I will say that I think I do. I, we've tried just a couple of things, I believe like seven items, Um, a lot of like multiple dishes from the same booth. But so far I've found that. The one I really enjoyed was *Vibrante* and en *Vivido* Encanto *Canto Cocina*. Um, this is going to be like passing between France and Morocco. It says on the book, and they have a chorizo and potato empanada with turmeric aioli and anato aioli. I don't know what that is. Spicy chiacco uh, soup with guajillo and arbol chili-spiced chicken, potato, avocado, corn, and creme fra- fraiche? fraiche. Hmm. Passion fruit mousse with dragon fruit jam, and the beverage, which is not. Well, there's alcoholic beverages too, frozen pina colada and passion fruit daiquiri, which those sound pretty incredible. I might have to go back and get that. Um, but they also have a non-alcoholic coconut and passion fruit smoothie. And this was really good. One of the things that you'll find a lot in... They they went crazy with the coconut this year, in my opinion, at least with the stuff that we tried. They went a little too crazy with the coconut. But here in the coconut passion fruit smoothie, it was actually really good. I really... This is the only time I enjoy coconut really isn't in almond joy. Um, so I was very surprised that I really enjoyed that. It was, it was, it was so, so good. Very refreshing. Passion fruit mousse, incredible. I mean, just if you like passion fruit, you're gonna love this thing. It is so, so good. It just uh, I can't even put it into words. And the chorizo and potato empanada. I'm usually not a potato like in mixed with chorizo or like sausage or something like that. But this was so good. This was like exploding with flavor like i mean like a lot of flavor if you are not used to like a lot of spices and seasonings uh this is going to be this is going to be a big hit to your taste buds and um, hope but hopefully in a a very good way so revente envivido encanto cocina is definitely a booth that i will be revisiting of course there's a lot of uh, repeat foods from a lot of uh, from past years of the festival of the arts uh one that i really want to go to next time is the goshiki which is in japan they have a rainbow katsu sando which is pork cutlet sandwich with tangy tonkatsu sauce and cabbage in rainbow sweet bread sounds very good of course the returning sushi donut which i believe is like a fan favorite and then the uh pardon my pardon if i butcher this that ichigo daifuku which is mixed berry mochi sweet azuki bean paste and mascarpone that sounds very good. I am really looking forward to trying goshiki Shiki. Um, flipping through right here, we also did the duck and dumplings at the artist table, which is located in the American Adventure. I really enjoyed this. I did not think I was going to like it because I have had duck once before. And I remember not liking it at all. Like I, like I was very not, <laughs> I was not tickled by it. Um, so I was very weary going into it, but the duck was very good smells like bacon over there, of course. That's, uh, I believe, the skin. It gives that smell. But the duck was really good, like very like easy to chew. Um, this The duck and dumplings has smoked duck breast, ricotta dumplings, petite vegetables, and duck jus. The ricotta dumplings were very good. I really, really enjoyed it. It tasted just like, if you've ever had like a pot pie, if you eat like just the top of the pot pie, it's pretty much like a big ball of that. It's very, it's very good. I really, really liked the duck and dumplings. I don't know how else to describe duck. It's very, uh, it's kind of salty, and so if you're not ready for salt, I would not recommend the duck. But if you're willing to give it a try, I think, I think it should be go, good to go. I want to try some of the stuff in Italy. They have the mozzarella fritta, uh, ravioli alla fungi. Um, I'm not gonna even attempt to say the rest of that. <laughs> And embarrass myself no thank you um then we have uh which which other one am i looking forward to i kind of want to try the plant-based bratwurst i like to try plant-based stuff here and there but the last time i had it at the last festival like the plant-based stuff was not that good for me personally noah Huffence but, um, you know, I still will probably give it a try. Another thing, flan de coco, which is another one from Mexico, el Um, Flan de coco, that sounds very good. Coconut flan, guava sauce, oh, and whipped cream. Then we had a beef wellington over at the Craftsman Courtyard, which is near Creation Shop. That was also very good. It was just kind of like, it tasted more like meatloaf than it did, uh, I mean, maybe that's what beef wellington, I don't know. But it says mushroom dulet. Doolies? hmm, prosciutto, and puff pastry with red wine, demi-glaze, and baby vegetables. The puff pastry was very good as well. Then we stopped at Modern, which is has angry crab, pan-seared scallops. It says scallops with an S, plural, but we only got one scallop. So I cross out that. <laughs> and the Tropics, which is like a really, like this dish, the Tropics dish felt like it belonged in the deconstructed booth because it would just felt like a deconstructed dish, but... It was so very good. It says liloki, mousse, guava cake, coconut creme, compressed pineapple, and mango gel. It's very interesting. There's nothing bad about it. It's very good. It's just like an interesting, interesting presentation and in combination. Uh, the Pants here at Scallop was decent. It's a scallop. If you like scallops, you'll enjoy it. But again, I don't know if they were like already running out or what, but we only got one on our, on our plate. So not much scallop going on there again i don't know if it was just like they were running out i have no clue but that comes with a vanilla but butternut squash puree brown butter cauliflower puree and lime foam the lime foam was not for me and i was very mixed on the vanilla butternut squash puree and brown butter cauliflower puree i i don't i'm not really like a texture guy textures don't bother me but for whatever reason these kind of did it just i don't know maybe because at the time i didn't know what it was and it just tasted weird i don't know the other thing we got with the angry crab which is whole crab crispy soft shell crab with green papaya salad mango sriracha fluid gel coconut lime foam there's that lime foam again with pomegranate and mango crush pearls this is my first time having soft shell crab so i have no other basis for soft shell crab aside from now this disney one uh and it was it was okay i i I definitely want to go have soft shell crab elsewhere that is not a Disney park and kind of compare it to that. <laughs> but for the first one, for my first soft shell crab, it was okay. The The legs had more flavor than I believe the entire actual body of the soft shell crab. But again, I don't know. I might just have to go back and try it again or again, find somewhere else that actually has soft shell crab. Then uh, what's fitting again, but coming back full circle to my hatred of figment there it's, it's, it's very fitting that the most pestering character on the planet has equally the worst object or the first worst item of the event. And that is the grape smoothie at the like Odyssey building that you can get this was the nastiest thing ever. And I, if you find someone that says, I love the grape smoothie, actually, Hector, you just hate figment. The grape smoothie was really good. Um, They're lying. I will tell you that right now. If someone tells you they like the grape smoothie, they are 100% lying to themselves and to you. If you want here, they they did a nice thing for you this year for the Festival of the Arts. If you want to try one of these dishes at home, which is the figment grape smoothie, if you want to try it at home, it's a very simple recipe. You can drive down to your local grocery store and get a grape flavor cough medicine, specifically delsum, and you drink that. and there you go. That's the grape smoothie. It is really nasty. It was very, very, very bad. Uh, I was I had high hopes for it, but unfortunately, they just didn't pan out like it it literally tastes like cough medicine. Uh, it comes with these freeze dried skittles, which I guess is it's not worth it, like just to get it itself if like the plastic cup and maybe the fries, use fries, dreed dreed, the fries, drede, freeze dried. Oh my gosh. Freeze dried Skittles. Figments cursing me right now because I'm like cursing him. Um, the freeze dried Skittles and the plastic cup are kind of worth the price itself because freeze dried Skittles are kind of the kind of bomb like that. I was very surprised at how good I, how much I enjoyed freeze dried Skittles. That was very nice. I did like that, uh, in terms of that drink. But aside from that, Oh man, that was like the worst thing I had that day. And again, very fitting. So anyway, that is my tiny review of the Festival of the Arts and at least things that I ate. Uh, if you're looking to go, I hope you do, and I hope you enjoy it. Please, I I'm not trying to discourage you from trying the grape smoothie if you would like to try it. But I promise you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you guys for listening to the first episode of 2023 of the Post Park Broadcast. Uh, if you have any comments uh or, or things that you think i can tweak and improve for further episodes down the line in the good old year of now 2023 please reach out to us on social medias which i actually have to look up because it's been so long i know instagram and tiktok is at post park broadcast that is instagram and tiktok at post park broadcast or you can shout or like tweet at us, us you can tweet at us at postparkbcast on Twitter. Postparkbcast. And once again, thank you. Thank you so much. I know this is kind of long. I'm going to try to aim to keep these again between like 30 to like less than an hour. Hopefully, like 30, 40 minutes is kind of like the sweet spot I'm aiming for. But okay, I'm done. I'm done. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I'll see you guys in the next episode. I hope you've had at least some kind of laugh throughout this episode. That's the only thing I, I. I hope and that I can do is put a smile on your guys' face. So thank you and bye bye. See you in the parks.